another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Quiet! Here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone and this is episode 23 of the podcast for June 2016. Alright, so a lot has actually been happening in in everything The Dark Crystal and there's been so much has been happening in the past month and month and two, two months, a couple of months, so it's it's been really exciting and you know to break it all down, uh, I've invited Bland Garrett to come on the show. So Bland, thanks for coming back to the sh- show. Oh, no, no problem. Thanks for having me. Cool. No worries. So, yeah, I mean, like, even I've sort of been surprised, or not surprised, but just, it's been pretty crazy just how, in a good way, <laughs> um, just how much uh, content uh, in regards to Dark Crystal has sort of uh, popped up in the last uh, month or two. Yeah, there's a lot of different different items that are being released just within these next couple of months that are kind of exciting in my opinion, um, I mean, I'm a collector of anything Dark Crystal, so I'm super excited, but my pocketbook isn't, yeah. my wallet's not really happy about it. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it is one of those things, I guess, like with, in, with the Dark Crystal merchandise that there's never really been a lot of it, um, you know, compared to other franchises and stuff. So it's it's really interesting that sort of, you know, th- that there's so much now is sort of, you know, coming out uh, soon. So it's it's, it's very exciting. Um, and, yeah. yeah, it's usually really sporadic. Mm. Um, you had the initial run when the film was released. They had a lot of products. Surprisingly, there weren't any actual toys, which we will get into later. But Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's been stuff here and there throughout the years. Um but this this is the year this this is where it's all happening right now it seems and and i hate to say it but a lot of a lot of previous uh merchandise figures things like that haven't really done all that well just because the fan base isn't where it, where it was or where it needs to be to support that kind of stuff yeah at um, the time yeah but but i think that with social media and the release of it on dvd and everything that's been going on up to now, I'm thinking that the fan base is probably there at this point. Yeah, I really believe so. Because um, I, I really think, you know, every day the uh, the community just keeps growing and growing with these uh, Dark Crystal uh, fan groups that people can join up on, on Facebook. And, and, um, and even just, you know, like I'm always checking it out on a daily basis and just, just so amazed at just um, how much creativity and, and people's thoughts and posts and all that kind of stuff that people, you know, post about the, the, this one, you know, this one film franchise, I guess, you know, it's, 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 it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of where it's kind of what I was always hoping for back when I had built my website, the book of a bit of bad. Yes. Yeah. I, there wasn't anything, there was, there was some stuff online, but there wasn't anything that matched 
all of this stuff that I was accumulating. And so I, yeah. I kind of wanted to just share all of this and get it out there. Yeah. And now that all these Facebook groups have developed and grown, it's, I mean, it's amazing all the, all the things that people share. It's like a community of sharing and feedback and yeah, just back and forth brainstorming projects here and there. It's, it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, there, there is quite a lot uh, to discuss, so we'll try and get through them um, as we can bit by bit. Um, but I guess the first thing I'd probably like to, you know, to, to chat about is of course the dark crystal fan film contest. So basically about a, a month ago, uh, they announced um, the they they announced sort of the list of all the films that that they put up on the YouTube, the Jim Henson Company, and there was twenty nine films uh, that are around uh, from you know sixty seconds to five minutes long, and also they announced about the the winner uh, as well as the five sort of runners up, um, and and as well as honorable mentions and, and and all that kind of stuff and um yeah and I just thought I might as well plug uh, for my for my previous episode where I got to uh, chat to Kristen uh, about her um, fan film that she worked on um, which was called The Promise um, and that, and that was probably one of my sort of favorite fan films so I just wanted to say again you know congratulations to her for uh, for winning um, the the contest and um it, yeah i just reckon this is kind of cool yeah i, I don't know what, what were your thoughts on some of the the fan films uh uh bland um well to be honest with you um yeah. a lot of them were kind of just seemed like kind of like a trailer yeah like to a to maybe a sequel or a prequel um yeah. a lot of them just seemed to be just a narration and just I can see I can see why they picked the top ones and why others were were not chosen yeah um a, a lot of them were very dramatic <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I was a lot of them had really nice um like filmography and um you know, really nice uh, titles and credits and um, the cinematics were really nice. Um, and then others were lacking. It just it seemed like there was like a, a, a big mix of what was going on. I really enjoyed some of the. Um, there was one it was um, it was like animated. It wasn't animated. It was more like it was illustrated and it was all watercolors. Uh, the heart of the forest is what it was called. Oh, yes, yeah. And I really, I really enjoyed that watercolor artwork, and um, it, it it almost reminded me of the Tale of the Dark Crystal uh, children's book that came out when the film was released. Yeah, yeah, I actually have that um that book um the Tale of the Dark Crystal um which is yeah it's a kind of, it's a kind of neat kind of children's sort of storybook um of the film so yeah. Out of out of all of them, the one that I really enjoyed the most was probably uh, Twiggly's Battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, was v- very humorous. That one, yeah, yeah. It was it was really humorous, and yeah, yeah. it was kind of goofy, and it was, <laughs> but it just kind of reminded me like if the Dark Crystal were on Sesame Street or The Muppet Show. Yes, yeah, and so that cr- little I, crossover, yeah. 
<laughs> and those little puppets, I mean, they, they were really great puppets. Yeah. Uh, I thought the sets and what they used for scenery, I just really liked that. Yeah. Um, I really, I really liked Fluff, the animated one where Agra is sweeping the dust up and yeah. then she uses her seal, her device to create a fizz gig. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. Like, that was probably like one of my uh, favorites. Um, uh out of all of them uh you know i mean the the film the promise it was you know i i yeah like yeah it was um sort of i guess dramatic but it sort of sort of had that sort of feeling i guess of of the film um and some of my other favorites was um the great conjunction which was um uh directed by joshua who i'm hoping to have have him on for a future episode of the show because he's actually from from melbourne um so so i'm gonna try and um get him on the show to chat to him about oh, okay. about the great conjunction um which um which is very different because of course it, it's being portrayed by you know by actors you know sort of in that live action not in that sort of puppetry sense um but you know but we, with that film i guess i felt um you know the emotion connection i guess like with the characters just um through that um but yeah like i really lo- enjoyed fluff and some of the other, you know, the humor, you know, the comedy ones like Fizzy and Frank and Fizzy and Frank was, yeah. if I were to choose one that wasn't like an actual dark crystal short film, mm. that one was probably one of my favorites. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. the impersonations were really good yeah. with the gym and, and Frank Oz. It was, it was really funny. Yeah. I, I, I was like, at first I was like, okay, what is going on here? Okay, I get, okay, it's behind the scenes. And then I was like, oh my God, it's Jim and Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and from then on, it was just, I thought it was hilarious. I really yeah. liked how a lot of the films um, incorporated all the different little aspects of the film where mm. you had um, you had music, of course, but then you had all these little moments with little background creatures and characters and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like, um, and I think the thing that I've sort of noticed with all these um, fan films is, you know, each each fan film is sort of considerably different. Like, you know, some may tell sort of that story, um, whether it takes place before the film or after the film, but each story was somewhat, each film was somewhat just, just different from one another. Yeah, like, like some of them got... Some of them got some of the um, some of the canon wrong with some of the origin <laughs> stories and stuff, yeah. Which could be just from not having read some of the creation myths or the world of the dark crystal, uh, the book of Agra, or however you want to call it, yeah. Uh, which is understandable, but then oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, if you don't if you don't know that part of the story, well, if you're going to get creative, get creative. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. So. Um... And then, like even myself, I sort of um, I attempted to <laughs> to enter a, a film of my own, um, the reprise. Oh, you mean that one of the uh, castle and the storm and some creaking noises? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was my that was me. Um, yeah, because I mean, the way that sort of that you know how I got started on it was, um, I mean, originally I wasn't going to enter in the fan film contest at all. I just I just didn't really have time. Uh, to try and actually go out and, and make a fan film. Uh, like I recall, like I always had like heaps, of, like ideas of what I wanted to do as a fan film. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess for me with the reprisal, sort of what, and and then how it sort of ended up, I, I recalled that I actually shot uh, some vision of the the castle and the shard for um, uh, for a pitch video actually for for a documentary uh, for the Great Conjunction, the Legacy of the Dark Crystal, and so I recalled having all this vision. I'm like, well, you know, I might actually try and see if I could tell, just pretty much tell a story just based on that, based on the vision. And, and I know originally I was going to have sort of skexy voiceovers and I, I did kind of attempted to do to do that, but then I felt like I couldn't do it justice. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll just make it more experimental. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, like, I know it's not, you know, awesome or whatever, but I thought I just entered it just to, just, just to, uh, just to give it a go you know, see what people thought. I mean, I do like the rain effect. Yeah. The rain effect was, was actually nice. And can we just say this to highlight the sculpture Mm. of this dark crystal castle that Laszlo did? Yeah. It is amazing. It is. Yeah. If anyone has a chance to purchase one of these, purchase it. Yeah. I just recently got one and it is stunning. Yeah. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like I, it, like I'm, I'm just looking looking at it now, and yeah, it's just uh, so much detail uh, that went towards it, and um, yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. Like I totally, I totally think it's worth the money to um, if you can get your hands on the on yeah, the yeah. dark crystal, uh, the castle, of the crystal, um, definitely do. Yeah, you know, out of all of my friends um, that are dark crystal fans that I've known throughout the years, I've actually probably known Laszlo the most. Yeah. For the for the longest, and we we talk all the time about the Dark Crystal and and different projects and whatnot, and um, it it just dawned on me maybe a week or so ago yeah. that here I am. I watched. I've always watched the Dark Crystal in English. Yeah, in the U.S. the the English version that was released, which isn't even the actual version that Jim Henson wanted us to see. It's not even the actual language that he wanted us to see. He wanted us to see it with Skeksis language. Yeah. And, um, and here I've been friends with Laszlo for probably 20 years. And it just dawned on me since he was a kid, he's watched it in German, in German. Yeah. And he's, so has he ever watched it in English? He's, he has. Yeah. 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 Um, he does like that version, but I'm, I mean, he lives in Switzerland yeah. and he speaks German and I'm sure that's the version that he always watches. Yeah. So I, it just, it just dawned on me, like all those other different languages. I never, it never occurs to me that other people don't hear the version that I hear. Yeah. So, and, and I never, I, I don't know how many times I bring this up if I, if I have on the podcast or not, but I never really watched the film because I've seen it so many times. I have so much information on so many products and merchandise. And I know so much about the film that when I watch the film, I can't. Yeah. It's like I'm obsessed with the details and the behind the scenes. And the I got to pause and like look at the little object on Agra's shelf to yeah. like investigate it. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, like 
little brainstorming on theories and yeah origin stories and whatnot like fill my head i can't watch the film so yeah if i do actually sit down and watch it i'm thinking about watching the german version yeah yeah i mean that has sort of been on my mind like because even when i i think at least a couple weeks ago like i look on the back cover of the um the dark crystal i'm looking at all these languages i'm like oh yeah like that would be kind of interesting you know to to watch a film just in a different language just to see what you know what it'd be like you know get a different experience or not or you know that sort of thing um yeah 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 like i i i know the film front and back it's tattooed on my brain yeah. so i i wouldn't even need to know what they're saying yeah but at the same time i can turn the english subtitles on so yeah and like i i guess for me like with seeing the film i mean i haven't really had the need to to watch it um uh like you know a lot just because um there's a cinema uh in st kilda um near where i live the astor theater and um every now and then they actually do um they like basically there's a, a cinema or one cinema and they screen sort of the classic films um, they do double features essentially and um and every now and then they would do they would actually screen the dark crystal um so whenever that's sort of the screening of the dark crystal happens and, you know, to, to see it on the big screen, I'd sort of, you know, try and, you know, if I, you know, if I had the time, I'll definitely go and see it. Um, that sort of thing. So, so I haven't really, you know, went through the Blu-ray a lot <laughs> with, with the film. Cause there's been, um, too many opportunities for me to actually, uh, see it on, on the big screen. Um, surprisingly. So, yeah. and, and, and I mean, like speaking about that, I know it's, it is coming to the Astor Theatre sometime in August, and it's actually getting a double feature with um, with Warcraft and then The Dark Crystal, <laughs> which is a sort of um, an interesting sort of. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that Warcraft movie. I'm not a fan of the game at all. Like, okay. I, I have no interest in playing it. Yeah. But that movie looks really interesting. Like the effects in it look pretty nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really curious to definitely check it out. And I mean, that, that's that's probably if I did. I haven't had an urge to see Warcraft yet, but if I did go end up seeing it, I, I might, you know, see it with at, at the Astor for the double feature. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's probably what I might do. Um, so to wait and see. But I guess I've yeah. I've only seen the the dark crystal on the big screen once and that was yeah. when i was in college yeah. in 1994 wow yeah Whoa, 22 years ago yeah that's which next year is the 35th anniversary yes it, it certainly is yeah i mean um uh, it's not until december of next year so it's actually a year and a half away but this year is actually the 30th anniversary of Labyrinth to get a little off topic, but yeah. they're doing a two day, two day showing of Labyrinth in the States. Yes. Yeah. Um, in sep- September, I think it is. And tickets are already on sale. Yeah. Which is, um, pretty awesome to, yeah, you know, to get a chance so, to see it on the big screen. Um, yeah. Well, that might lead up to, they're also releasing a, photo book which is going to have a lot of rare behind the scenes photos and onset photos and whatnot which is something i've always wanted of the dark crystal yeah is an ultimate photo book yeah uh, and then they're also having the 4k um yeah the ultra release yeah the ultra hd yes 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that might lead up to next year is the 35th anniversary mm-hmm. of the Dark Crystal being the 4K release and possibly a photo book and possibly a theatrical release. So. Yeah. Crossing my fingers, that would be... Yeah, absolutely. That would be the greatest. Yeah, it would be really great, yeah. Because I think I remember when they first announced, um, when Sony, well, I th- I don't know, some when they announced that uh, Blu-ray 4K or 4K Ultra HD was going to be the next format coming up. And I think I recall posting on the darkcrystal.com about, you know, here, here's what I would like to see <laughs> on a future uh, video release. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I certainly hope that, we, you know, we've... Um, I mean, I guess, of course, this year, sort of their focus for the Jim Henson Company uh, is going to be about the dark, uh, no, the, about Labyrinth for most of the part, just because it's, uh, it's right. the 30th anniversary um, of the film. I mean, there's a lot of Dark Crystal products that we're going to talk about, but there's also, I mean, th- this is the focus of Labyrinth and then, of course, the tragic death of yes, David Bowie. David Bowie, yeah. Um, which... Which sort of brings um, sort of the, I guess the coincidence um, with with you know having this double feature with Warcraft and the Dark Crystal is um, the director of Warcraft is um, David Bowie's son um, Duncan Jones. Ah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the big hope would be if um, things go well for the Labyrinth for the 30th anniversary that um, after when that is sort of all settled, then their next focus would of course be about the dark crystal with the 35th anniversary next year so hopefully they'll right. uh yeah you know release some some more merchandise uh for the dark crystal and hopefully get more details about this sequel if it's ever gonna happen so <laughs> um yeah from from what i've heard about the story i i don't want it to happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of crazy things that happen in order to bring an Erskak back and a, and, a, yeah. and another splitting and and it just seems a little just a bit of a rehash a, i guess too much of a stretch yeah. on a lot of it and it's, yeah 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 so i don't okay. i don't think a, i don't think a sequel needs to involve all of the all of the characters that we know plus no i mean yeah they're adding they were going to add characters but yeah why why do we need a story about jen and kira and agra and all that i mean yeah yeah, throws a, a a very large world. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly yeah, and um, and I mean they can really set any time period. You know, it doesn't need to be necessarily takes place. I mean, straight after, or you, know, you could even just have it take place a thousand. Well, well, I yeah. want I want to see prequels. You see prequels. I want to yeah. see prequels. Yeah, I mean we've got storylines written. Yes, I mean yeah, they're can they're canon, but at the same time, creation myths is all told from the storyteller's point of view. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then like, uh, the book of forbidden bad, the world of the dark crystal, that's a translation of a manuscript that was found through dream writing by dream fasting with an alien artifact. Yeah. So you can't really hold that as true either. Yeah. And then I haven't, I haven't read Gartham Wars, but isn't that told by, uh, an Uru? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's not, that's also a point of view story. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so how, can you consider point of view to canon. be canon? The, the only thing I would think of is that, I mean, on the darkcrystal.com with their timeline, um, like they have it listed as, you know, sort of 
part of that. Right, it's yeah. all canon, but can you all can you hold it as fact when it comes to comparing it to the film? Yeah. Um when it's all point of view. Yeah, I'm just checking out the the page of his historiography. Um and yeah, the way it's set, yeah, so it's like chronologically it goes creation myths, then shadows of the dark crystal, which we'll chat about that soon. Uh legends of the dark crystal, which is the the Gotham Wars and of course the film The Dark Crystal. Um yeah. But yeah, it's sort of And they skip the novel, <laughs> which we'll also talk about. Yes, yeah. So But um yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, for people who don't know, like uh there is going to be a um a a book that's going to come out uh called Shadows of the Dark Crystal, uh which is being written which is written by uh J.M. Lee and and when the darkcrystal.com, when they launched the website, they started, they had an author quest contest for people to submit their short story entries uh, for a chance to be able to write, um, to write a book um, based on the Dark Crystal. And J.M. Lee was one of the entries that, and, you know, his entry was, he was the winner and, and he got the chance to write this book. And, um, and basically it's actually coming out really soon. Uh, um, probably by the time you hear this, it's probably going to come out by yeah. by by then. But you know, in case June June twenty eighth, yeah, so. for those playing at home. <laughs> so um, so no, which is uh, and that is um, it's hardcover and Kindle. Yes, yeah, and also I think you can get it on on iTunes or on the um, the iBook Store um for those um Apple users uh, like myself. So. Uh, yeah, there's lots of different um, formats uh, that you can read the book. Um, which I mean, the the only the only medium that I think they're missing out, I is um, I don't I don't know if they're actually doing a an audiobook version of Shadows of the Dark Crystal because I would think that that would be kind of cool, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that I, I didn't think about that, but that would be that would be interesting. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's on the cards, but I know. I just thought it'd be, you know, kind of cool to sort of listen to an audiobook version. Um, yeah, I wonder if Joseph would want to do that, or if um, if they would actually hire an actor or something, cast somebody to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think most audiobooks, um, yeah, tend to be the voice actors uh, that do the narration or and all the characters and stuff. But um, but I mean, there has been quite a few audiobooks that you know, the, the author would actually read as well. So, which is right. kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so, but I mean, you know, regardless, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and we're led, I'm, I'm led to believe that this is going to be the first of, um, of a lot of books that are going to be coming out, um, uh, based on the shadows of the dark crystal. Um, I think I read online that there's supposedly going to be like four, four books, four, four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is actually called Shadows of the Dark Crystal number, number one. one. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mm-hmm. I think when they posted it up about it on Amazon and all those um, book sites and it always li- listed as number one, I'm like, wait, if this is number one, and there's got to be they're planning to make more of them. So, uh, And there is question as to whether um, J.M. Lee is going to write the other three or if they're going to have more author quests. Yeah. Um, and J.M., he hasn't disclosed that no. himself. Um, no, I I think we're probably going to get those details. I would say probably around July. I, I reckon that's probably when they'll announce yeah. probably what what is going to happen next. I guess. 
um, considering that they've already posted online that there's going to be, you know, potentially four books out of this um, series that, um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a wait and see. And, and again, I'm, I'll uh, hope to have um, Jamie Lee back on the show uh, either for a July or August uh, episode of the show to chat to him about the book. And um, Oh, yeah. This is a big release, too. It is, so yeah. Very big, yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting to, to hear about his experience with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, going to book signings and... and lectures and and whatnot talking about the book and yeah. meeting fans and I'd, i'm really curious about all that yeah me, me too so um my yeah so my plan is to try and try and re- read it all um before i can um get chance to uh, chat to him about it just to try and you know have, have some questions about you know the th- things that happen in the book um that sort of thing so that's sort of the plan so yeah definitely you know stay tuned um and yeah it was it was funny when the news um they didn't actually officially break the news as far as like the media goes yeah on uh, online and on facebook and whatnot um and it was almost like it, it was almost like all the little articles were written as clickbait yeah because it because it, it was like oh there's a new dark crystal series but and everyone, everyone's quick to jump to share and to, yeah. and to comment and whatnot. And, and the first question that came out of everyone was like, "Is it CGI or is it animatronics?" <laughs> yeah. And it's like, "Well, yeah, it's text and illustrations." Yeah. Like, and I think I, I, book, I know. Yeah, that was so hilarious. It became a big joke. It yeah, it did. Yeah, and I yeah. sort of popped in to have fun with it, and um, I right, can't right. remember what I wrote, but I think I, I wrote, you know, it's it's words that stay, and um. Uh, and then right. and, and then I'm like, oh no, need to make an emergency podcast broadcast about this news of this um, sequel now in development and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On one of them, it was like, is this going to be CGI? And <laughs> JM Lee was like, actually, it's st- stop motion animation. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and yeah. now the the Amazon listing. To go ahead and read this, it says the first series of original novels ever set in the world of Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal. And then you could say ever set. Well, it is the first set of novels. Yes, yeah. Um, of course, we've had we've had the manga and we've had the um, graphic novels. So now we have a book series, and it says uh, Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal: Shadows of the Dark Crystal is set years before the events of the classic film and follows the journey of a young Gelfling woman who leaves her secluded home to uncover the truth surrounding the disappearance of her brother who has been accused of treason by the sinister Skeksy Lords. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, kind of cool. And, um, no, I'm very, very excited, um, to, to get my hands on it. So I have placed an order on the, for the book. Um, I actually did get an email, um, about being, being dispatched from the UK. So I'm hoping to get my hands on it, uh, probably on the 28th, but, um, yeah, I probably will end up getting. I yeah. decided, <laughs> I decided not to read my paperback galley copy. Ah, uh, right, because yes. I, I didn't want to stretch it. I didn't want to stretch it out. Yeah. And then <laughs> when I get the hardback, I don't want to mess that one up either. So I'm going to go ahead and get the Kindle version uh, as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know that, that that sort of thing because I I ended up like I have bought yeah on book to suppository the hardcover, but I have also got the um. I uh, pre-order the um the i the iBook version, you know, to to read on my iPad. So, um, yeah, just because like even like 
with the Dark Crystal Creation Myths novels, like probably the first two books are sort of, well, number one is almost kind of worn out a little bit. So it's like sort of looking back, I'm just like, damn it, I wish I didn't like open those books and just, you know, read them (laughs) digitally because of just how, uh, well, how rare the, um, even though I think the first volume, uh, well, volumes one and two of the hardcover uh, uh, discontinued. So, um, so yeah, like with those ones now, I'm just like, I'm making sure I don't open them or whatever, you know? (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. So no, it's, it's kind of cool. So yeah, the book comes out on June the 28th and, um, and, and also if you want to check it out, you, you can actually read the first two chapters of the book uh, through Nerdist.com. Um, I know they, they released an article uh, about the Shadows of the Dark Crystal, so you can check that out. I think the best way to do it is just go Nerdist.com, uh, search for Dark Crystal, and in search results, you'll there'll be a headline saying, uh, read an excerpt of the Dark Crystal prequel series, and you can click on that, and... Um, is an article about it and you can read the first, uh, two chapters, um, of the, of the story. So if you want to sort of, uh, get a head start, um, that's probably the best way to go about it. And, um, and also on this, um, article, uh, you know, has some, uh, some illustrations as well. So you can see the, the front cover and detail that, uh, that Brian Froud, um, drew. So, which is, you know, very awesome and actually get to see uh get the map of uh thra um so you can get it sort of get a sense of um geograph geography wise uh where everything is and and all that kind of stuff um so yeah um something that's really interesting about the galley copy vert um versus the hardback that's coming out is that the illustrations are actually different the illustrations in the early version are not um, as defined. Okay. You can yeah. You can uh, honest. You can tell that they are um, kind of a pre-rendering of the artwork, and then they later detailed it, and then even changed some of the things in some of the pictures. Oh, that's cool. So if any collectors find copies of those on eBay, those are really nice to go ahead and grab a copy of that. Yeah, definitely for any um, the collectors out there. Um, De- de- yeah, definitely w- worth it um, for sure. Yeah, so and I mean, like myself, like I haven't, I haven't had a chance to read the um, the first two chapters yet. But um, it's something I'll probably. I mean, I've just been really, I've actually been really busy with work and lots of other things that sort of been happening in my life. Um, so, but I probably will. De- you know, when the book comes out, I'm definitely going to start trying to read it as as soon as possible and. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just very, it's very cool that, you know, we're, fun, you know, getting this um, uh, book that's going to come out really soon. Um, that's at least been in the, yeah, been yeah. In the works for at least uh, a couple of years. So, which is, yeah. And uh, we should plan for um, an August um, discussion group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to try and, um, yeah, uh, wrangle up a little round table um, for the book. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, with that, I, I know you wanted to chat about, um, the Henson, uh, this novel of slipcase box set, uh, that's, that's sort of been out and about. So, yes. 
so I, I, I have had a look at it. So basically it's, it, it's just a collection of the three books, um, uh, from the works of Jane Hansen. You've got the dark crystal novelization, the labyrinth novelization, and of course the, uh, the storyteller as well. And, um, and I think the one thing you sort of notice is just, um, so th- this is something that's coming out. Is it coming out soon or is it already out or yeah, I'm just, well, here's the backstory about this item. Um, back in, let's see here in, um, June of two of 2014, um, June 10th of 2014 and on June 26th of 2014 in the UK, uh, the, Dark Crystal novelization and Labyrinth and the storytellers, they were all um, reprinted because they had been out of print since the films had come out since. Well, there was there were two printings of the initial run and then now we've got this reprinting and they also um, released a box set of all three of them in a slipcase. And that slipcase, the other three novels have been available in this in this format. They're they're not available um, as a Kindle or on iTunes. Um, it's these are these books are meant to actually own the book. They've got really nice covers. They're hardbacks. They have um, extra notes and content in the back. Um, any fan, I would recommend buying this version of the book. It's they're really really nice, but. The slipcase box set version sold out. Just they they didn't print enough of them or something for the demand, but they completely sold out and they were really hard to find. And then after a while, the prices on Amazon sellers that not not actual Amazon, but the sellers that sell on Amazon, they just kept raising the price more and more and now on the u.s site of amazon they're asking a thousand dollars for this box set (laughs) Uh, which is absurd it it is it's pure insanity pure insanity it's but crazy yeah we got but it is actually being reissued and in the u on amazon uh, uk site and that comes out june 30th um so you think well if the if the other three books are still available and I can just buy the Dark Crystal reprint, why don't I just get that? What's what's so big about the slipcase? Well, the slipcase, the actual slipcase has the drawing of the Chamberlain on it. Ah, yes. So yeah. the slipcase itself is Dark Crystal related. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're interested in that, I thought it was really nice that they're they're actually reprinting that in the UK. Um, I don't know if they're going to reprint it or reissue it in the u.s hopefully they will but the a lot of things that you can't purchase on um the uk site and have it shipped to the u.s but this book you you can actually have it shipped um i don't know about australia but i I would think that that they probably could yeah i mean i was i know when you mentioned about i i sort of did a quick google on um on these things and I'm just having a look because I, I saw listings for it on um, booktopia.com.au and, you know, it says you can, you know, buy it now even though it says that the title's not in stock at the warehouse and needs to be ordered from our supplier um, and that's got it listed for um, $81.75. This is Australian dollars um, 
and um, another Australian one, Angus and Robertson Bookworld, and um, they're selling it for uh, $109. But again, this one is uh, just listing as back order. So it's basically from them to it's sort of like you can you can buy it, but um, I don't know. We can't guarantee that we'll be able to get it to you, or you know, if it, if they can't, they'll just right. they'll probably just have to refund it or whatever. It yeah, just, so it just it sold out. It it sold out, and then nobody had it, and it just kept saying, you know, like Amazon would say, "Well, sign up, and we'll email you when it's available." Well, it was never. It never became available again, and so sellers just kept raising the price up and up, and. And but now it is being reissued. Oh, cool! Excellent. So yeah. if anyone if anyone wants a copy, go to Amazon.co.uk. You don't have to worry about paying a thousand dollars. And and does it have the same uh, front cover um, uh, piece of art of the Chamberlain? Yes. So exactly the it's, same. It's, just it's, a, it's the same slip slipcase yeah, cover. Yeah. Same thing, just a and and the yeah. Uh, the description here it says. Uh, a beautiful slipcase collection of three novelizations of Jim Henson's beloved works finally back in print. This box set includes The Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, um, both adapted by A.C.H. Smith and features never-before-seen illustrations by Brian Froud. It also includes The Storyteller, written by Anthony um, Mingela, and each book includes additional materials from the Jim Henson archives, making these hardcovers a celebration of not only Jim Henson's work, but his creative process. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, so no, it, it is great to, to, to hear that, um, they are getting the, uh, re-release, uh, all these, um, of the slipcase box sets. So, yeah, so definitely go to the, the Amazon UK version, um, to, um, to check that out. And, um, yeah, I mean, so, so that, so that's kind of cool. And I guess, um, the the big thing that's sort of been happening that's been um all over the internet as of lately is uh is Funko. Um Ooh, Funko yeah. here it comes. <laughs> so I mean th- this has been something that um we've been hearing a lot um that it's been in the works uh with doing um so sort of the reaction figurines and and then even talk about um I think they even talked about doing like the pop vinyls and and I think for a while, like, I guess the fans were soon weren't sure whether it's going to be, will it will actually happen or not for real and that sort of thing. And sort of, uh, recently Funko, um, they've been showing off, um, these, you know, the new, we'll, we'll talk about the reaction, uh, figures first. Um, but yeah, Funko, they, they showed off just, um, what, um, the figurines are going to look like. And, um, and like for me, like just checking them out, I, I'm really amazed at just sort of the detail that they're actually going, uh, towards these, um, figurines. Cause I mean, I, I've seen, like I've go, uh, to uh, Minotaur, like a pop culture shop and they usually sell a lot of these, uh, reaction figures. And for those of you that don't know what, uh, reaction is, basically it's sort of, uh, it's sort of like action figurines from the old films that you know and love but they're done in that retro style, um, uh, you know, really basic, um, articulation. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge, uh, <laughs> action figure kind of person, but so that really old school, 
um, action figurine style. And they've done it for, um, uh, I think it was the Alien films that sort of that sort of kicked it all off for them. Yeah, that's what started it out. The they that line was actually you know, based off the original um, molds of the figures. Yeah, that that never were released. That was an unreleased line of figures, and so that was their big kickoff, I guess. Yeah, and since since then they've done um, Gremlins, um, Jaws, yeah. uh, Firefly. Uh, um, yeah, and so of course you know, you know, for them to be making all these sort of old retro figurines, you know, I guess a lot of us would hope that they would do something uh, with the Dark Crystal, and they um, certainly have. Because um, I guess based on the history, um, when the the Dark Crystal came out, there was going to be uh, quite a bit of merchandise with the action figurines from the Dark Crystal, but unfortunately. Uh, those plans fell through. I think there wasn't enough interest um, to produce them and all that kind of stuff. So it sort of got yes, lost the, um, in the way. Yeah. The uh, original line of figures were going to be done by Aviva, which was a kind of a sub company of, of Hasbro. Yes. Yeah. So it was a Hasbro Aviva and they, they actually got to the point of making carded prototypes. Yes. Yeah. And they also had prototypes. Um, they had six figures plus three um, kind of larger figures. So you had, um, you had, let's see here. You had uh, Kira the Gelfling. She came with Fizzgig and a crystal piece. Then you had the Slave Pod Peasant. He had a collar and a chain and another crystal piece. These six figures um, had crystal pieces, and you could actually take the crystal pieces and fit them together to make a dark crystal. Uh, so you also had a happy pod peasant that included a mandolin, although the mandolin is not included in the blister pack of the prototype. Um, then you had Agra, the keeper of secrets, uh, Skeksis, the evil one, uh, Jen, the gelfling, who included the base for the crystal and then a, a crystal piece. And then there was a prototype of a Landstrider, um, a Mystic, and a Gartham. And those were those were going to be packaged in boxes and not on blister packs. Um, but those didn't come with uh, those didn't come with crystal pieces. No, no. Um, and yeah, I mean, and it was one of those things that um, I had a chance to interview uh, Timothy, Timothy Clark uh, about it, um, who worked on the film, but also at the time was uh, working really hard with these. Um, the action figurines, uh, you know, for Aviva that kind of fell through. And, and I guess that was sort of the awesome thing that, um, that Funko actually sort of approached. I don't know whether they approached Tim or Tim approached them. I'm not too sure, but I know that they sort of, um, definitely worked about, you know, how it all came about and, you know, how, how to make it happen. And, you know, um, but yeah, like I, I'm just looking at the, yeah, the figurines and they just look really great. And, um, yeah, I just can't wait to um to actually get my hands on them. Like, like, because they just seem to even they, they seem even more detailed um compared to the to the other right. reaction figurines. So that's sort of the big thing that I'm sort of like you know. Uh, well, what what Funko Reaction did with this line is they they actually have said that they were going to make all the original Aviva line. Mm. But they've updated them all. Yes, all yeah. the sculpts are more detailed. Um, so far, we've seen 
um, a mystic um, sculpt. We've seen Jen, yeah, um, the, Kira. Yeah. Um, we've seen the shard. We've actually seen the full crystal um, with all the pieces fit together with the base. Yes, yeah. Uh, this this line is only going to have four crystal pieces, where the original line had six. Ah, uh, okay. And out of out of all of the figures that we've seen sculpts of so far, we haven't seen the pod slave or the happy pod peasant. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if maybe they're holding back. Yeah. So at the moment, um, they've got plans for... So they got Jen, uh, the Mystic, the Chamberlain, and Kira. Now, is that Chamberlain or is that just a... Evil Skeksis. Just um, a general Skeksis. Yeah. I'm, yeah so it I'm, looks like Chamberlain, look but Chamberlain, you don't but, know. Yeah. The original was just a kind of a generic, generic Skeksis. Skeksis, yeah. Yeah. And he came with this sword. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this new one will come with a sword. And he is in his robes, so it's not the banished no. Skeksil. <laughs> yeah. The one that's still in, still accepted. Yes. Yeah. And had some power. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah. Um, and it, there is actually like a Dark Crystal prototype, uh, uh, the Aviva uh, Facebook group um, that you can, I mean, you can, it's a closed group, but you can, um, uh, oh, but yeah. you, but you can go to you can pictures. go to it and you know yeah. join up and you know if you get approved you can see some of these images and I think they're also shared on the other Dark Crystal uh, fan group pages like Dreamfast in the, the Dark Crystal experience so so which is cool um, and I think so 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 far we have um, the Mystic we have um, we've seen Kira with Fizzgig and we've seen her design with wings so she may possibly have wings we've seen Jen with the shard we've seen a sculpt of Agra we've seen a Skeksy um, but we have yet to see the pod slaves um, the pod person or the Gartham gotcha yeah yeah we haven't seen a Gartham sculpt and we've seen um, the sculpt of the Landstrider and um, and so then that's that's the next big thing. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, uh, Funko, they've actually been announcing all these sort of waves of, of figurines that they're going to sell at the um, at Comic-Con. And um, part of the announcement, I think, for Wave 2 was um, is a uh, two-figure set of um, of the, the, the box set of the Landstrider and Jen uh, for the Dark Crystal. So, um, right. yeah. So, which is like one of those, yeah. And this, this gen will actually come with the Furka, his, his double flute. Um, it, it looks like the gen by himself will probably just come with the shard. Um, but who knows? He might come with the shard and the Furka. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't really, um, uh, yeah. The original Landstrider, they have, uh, Landstriders have that long prong that they can attack the Gartham with. Uh, the original Landstrider figure prototype had a retractable one, whereas this one it actually looks like it's fixed. But we have seen the the fully painted Landstrider and Jen with the Furka figures, and he does fit on top of the Landstrider, yeah. <laughs> so you can pose him if you want to. He's he is articulate enough, and um, it. it it looks really nice. It does, yeah. Um, Even when I, yeah, when I saw um, the photos of it, I was like, "Wow, you know, this is awesome." It's like, it, it, like even like 
looking at these figurines, I'm sort of like, I almost want to buy like two of them, you know, one to keep in its packaging and then one to be able to yes, take out. Yes. It's, it's crazy. I like, normally I wouldn't be like that. Normally I'd probably, you know, I never really collected like action figurines per se, but like if I, you know, if I did got into the collecting, I would just take them all out and whatever. Um, but these ones, because it just, yeah. Which is what I do with most. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yeah. If I buy something, then depending on how precious it is, yeah. I usually open it. Yeah. Um, if it's with these dark crystal figures with them, if, if they're going to be on blister packs, I'm going to buy two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a long awaited line. This is, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll probably end up with two. Um, a lot of times if a figure is boxed and all you have to do is like cut a piece of tape, then I'm okay with just owning the one. Uh, but yeah, if because they're blister packs, I'm probably going to buy them. And they're the the thing about this line is it's with you had the alien line, which was an unreleased line that was originally planned. Everything else they've actually designed and planned themselves. Whereas this is the second line that was unproduced that they're actually basing off of the originals. So that's it's kind of exciting that they're doing that and. With all the buzz that's been going around, these are some of the most detailed. And in my opinion, they look the most detailed. But then who's to say how much of the detail is going to get lost with the paint? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a wait and see um, till you know, get your hands on them and, and, you know, check them out in stores and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's something. So this yeah. is going to be on, um, oh, I was just going to say this is going to be on July 21st is the first day of San Diego Comic-Con. So officially this reaction figure line is officially starts july 21st it's uh san diego california in the united states um and it's gonna be it's not necessarily not just a comic-con exclusive but it's also a summer exclusive and what that means is that um in order to get an exclusive at comic-con you have to go to comic-con wait in line to go to the presentation booth for Funko and purchase the figure. Um, there Sometimes it's limited as to how many an individual can buy. Um, and then they also spread out their inventory amongst the three days so that if someone only has a pass for Sunday, they have a chance to actually buy that exclusive. Uh, okay, yeah. Whereas a summer exclusive is going to be available in stores like Barnes and Nobles, Toys R Us, um, Hot Topic. It's like a kind of like a goth store that's here in the States. I don't know if they, if they have it in Australia. Yeah. I don't, yeah, not, 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 not not something on the scale of, um, the Hot Topic, but, um, I think in Australia, probably the equivalent, um, that these figurines will be for sale is probably pop culture or, um, critical hit, and and probably Minotaur as well. They they probably will sell these okay. uh, figurines, and hopefully they'll um, be able to get the the some exclusive that Landstrider and Jen um, box set, uh, which would be kind of cool. And um, and also I guess like with the differences um, between the Comic Con, is there any like differences between the Comic Con and the some exclusive? Like for example, is there like a like a Comic Con sticker that's on the box? And that's yeah the difference that's the difference that's yeah. the only difference yeah. is a sticker. there's a sticker yeah 
is a sticker. Yeah. The only difference is a sticker. If you want the Comic-Con exclusive, it has a Comic-Con 2016 sticker on it. If you want the summer exclusive, it's got the summer exclusive sticker on it. So it just depends on what you want to collect, what you want to have, what what appeals to you, what you're willing to spend. Usually, usually the summer exclusives... Um, just an example that's been coming up a lot is there was a Jaws summer exclusive or and Comic Con exclusive that was a a bloody Jaws figure, and um, and the it re I think the retail was at forty dollars, and it ended up going on sale for thirty dollars, and that was the summer exclusive. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whereas a lot of a lot of people that have uh, services where they take kind of as pre-sale orders for these figures at Comic-Con. It's it's kind of a service where however however the figure is priced at Comic-Con, you usually end up paying double. Yes, yeah. Unless you want to go to Comic-Con and get, get one yourself. Or yeah. well, if you know someone who's going to uh, San Diego Comic-Con and, right, uh, right. and buy it for you. Um, if for any listeners out there, you know, that are going to San Diego Comic Con, um, <laughs> give me a buzz. Pick us up some. <laughs> yeah, and hook Bland up as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, it is really interesting, I guess, you know, just the fact that the only difference is just a sticker, but it's interesting how just that sticker alone just adds, you know, so much value <laughs> to, uh, you know, for right. the figurines. Yeah. So if this, if this set, I don't know how much, this, they, that's another thing is that this set doesn't have a price yet. They have not announced a price. Comic-Con isn't for another month. Yeah. Um, so if, if it's priced at, from the, from what I see, from the look of it and the quality that it looks like, I would probably put a price sticker of 50 bucks on it. Yeah. For, so uh, for the, for the land strata. $50. Yeah. Summer set. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. It's like, are you willing to pay a hundred for it? I'm, I'm just trying to think like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I somehow happen to get my hands on, on a, the comic con, like I'd probably, yeah, probably between maybe a hundred. Yeah. Probably about a hundred, I'd say for the comic con, like, but, um, but you know, I'm, but then I'm, if it I'm, only I'm, sells I'm, for 40, yeah. then yeah. would you only pay 80? $20 yeah. is a big difference in my opinion. Yeah. 80 versus 100, yeah. that's a huge difference. Oh, yeah, absolutely, so it yeah. just depends on how much they price it at. Yeah, and, and I think the problem is just these... Um, and, yeah, I was just going to say, the problem is usually Australian dollar isn't, isn't that great as well. So, right, right. Yeah, right. it's like, uh, um, So it's like, you know... Well, and that's another issue. Another issue that I have with these Comic-Con exclusives is that right now we don't have a set price. But there are sellers on eBay who list list these exclusives they they can't put a buy it now on it unless it's within the 30 days of comic-con because if it's a pre-sale or a pre-order item it has to ship within 30 days of the listing but there's no set price here and they're pricing them at 140 bucks uh, there's one at 200 dollars there's a couple of auctions, ones at eighty dollars and ones at a hundred dollars, but those That's are crazy, those yeah. aren't by now. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to go ahead and take the chance of paying an inflated rate on a figure that they're not even guaranteed to, to, to get their, yeah, hands, get their on? hands on? Yeah, yeah. So if they don't get it, they're just going to refund you the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But at the same time, if this figure only sells for 40 bucks and it's technically really only worth $80, you've already spent 140. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my message to to all the collectors out there Wait until Comic-Con starts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as yeah. Comic-Con starts, they're going to be all over eBay. eBay. Yeah. But at the same time, those summer exclusives are going to come out. Yeah, for those that so aren't, for those that aren't yeah. f- fussed about um, um, not having, that can go, you know, that don't want, or not don't want, but they're happy with having just a, a summer exclusive version that doesn't have the, the Comic-Con sticker um, on the box. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like it's, it's, but I'm just, yeah, really cool that they're bringing, they're going to bring them out really soon. Um, but yeah, they haven't, they haven't had, oh, yeah, these are going to be nice. Yeah. But they haven't got a set date for them yet. Like I know the Landstride is going to be the 21st of July at San Diego, but for the others, they haven't announced a, um, a set date right. for the, the other figurines that are being stored. Um, which I mean, I would, probably say definitely probably by the end of the year um i mean if they're already going to bring out the land strider jan then i would imagine that they would probably bring the rest either soon after or you know yeah probably by the end of the year yeah, the i was wondering year. that i know that i know the original line was planned for um two waves that they were going to set it out in and so i don't know if they're just this is their introductory set the land strider and jen and then it's like that yeah, there's no date that's announced, and we haven't seen a a painted version of any of the other figures. Yeah. Unless it's it's probably going to depend maybe on just how well the sales go for this summer exclusive. That that is that true. They can get all the statistics, I guess, to sort of work out you know how well the sale went for for that figurine, and sort of I don't know work out how you know how many units to send off to Toys R Us and Barnes and Noble and. And everywhere, everywhere well, else. And that's yeah. the thing about reaction. Yeah, that's the thing about reaction is that I'm I'm honestly not a big fan of reaction figures. Yeah, um, and they do tend to not really sell out. Yeah, and they they tend to go on sale a lot, and there have been production issues in the past. But this line, they have, in my opinion, they seem to be putting a lot of attention on this. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it's certainly looking it, it's certainly looking promising um, at this stage. Yeah, because um, even myself, like you know, I, I look at the reaction figurines and like I'm just like you know they're cool, but I haven't felt like oh my god, I, I want them kind of thing. You know, even like I'm a fan. You know, I love Firefly, but looking at the Firefly figurines, I'm like you know I haven't been. You know, it hasn't none of their figures sort of tempted me to I want it right now kind of thing. Whereas with the Dark Crystal. Right. Um, I reckon they're really um, giving it their all to adding all that detail to the figurines, and um, certainly hope it'll. Well, someone yeah. showed me, someone showed me some of their Terminator figures, and I couldn't even tell what movie it was from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see you know, what they look like when they come in, and um, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, they'll make. So if our expectations, I guess, just based on what we've been um, seeing um, on the internet uh, about the the figurines. So, so far they look great. Yeah, that I, I agree. Yeah, and I guess um, last but not least, I guess you know from Funko again, um, they are bringing out these um, the pop vinyls. 
Uh, Pop vinyl. Yeah. So, I mean, th- these are very interesting because there, there's such a interest, you know, collectability-wise um, with these pop vinyls. And basically, they... They just they they just they're just like little you know figurines that you can just collect and and they have different um you could buy they're st- yeah they're stylized they're very stylized it's a stylized yes, yes. figurine it's a it's a pop art modern pop art stylized figure yeah and because I think I don't know did they wasn't the bubble heads was the one that sort of how it all started and then they decided to do just just the vinyl figurines um with um, yeah sure. I, I was just curious because i i just thought i they they do look like a bobblehead yeah know? yeah and then they had because they have versions like that had the bobblehead thing and and one that's that it's just like a vinyl version that doesn't have the bobblehead kind of feature um but that, that was always i was curious about the history of um how how it all came about um but yeah, so I mean, they're, they're bringing out these um, dark crystal um, set of figures, uh, which is really cool. Um, and um, yeah, pop yeah. vinyls are are huge. They're they they um, Funko has several different lines of toys. They have the reaction, and then they have these pop figures, and they are. I'm again, I'm not a fan of them, but. They're highly collectible. People go crazy for them. They love these pop figures. But another interesting uh, interesting thing about this is that they have so many licenses. Oh, yeah. It's they insane, yeah. They do everything. everything. <laughs> they yeah. do everything. So it's just, you know, natural that they would do the Dark Crystal. And this, the news about the pop vinyls actually broke before the reaction figures. Yeah, it certainly did, yeah. Because um, I remember, I think they even posted, I think around December or a year or two ago, that it was something that they were working on. And um, it wasn't really till I think it was earlier this year that they had the um, the catalogue of um, the upcoming... Yes, the uh, 2016 Funko catalogue yes, yeah. had just the, de- just the designs in there, not even the figures. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, and that's when sort of, you know, more word got out and then sort of become recently that they, you know, now said, yep, you know, that they're coming out for real and, um, uh, and which is awesome. So they come in, there is, uh, five, uh, different figurines to collect. Um, uh, there's six, which I'll talk about that sixth one later. Um, so you got, got Jen and you get Kira and Fizzgig together. Um, Olgra, uh, the Chamberlain Skeksis and um, Ursul the Chanter, the um, the Mystic. Um, so, which is pretty cool. And I think, um, I believe they're doing like a chase, uh, like a variant of um, of uh, Kira and Fizzgig. But the difference is, is that the Fizzgig's mouth will be closed instead of open. Do you, do you know about Oh, really? I, I hadn't noticed that. I, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, because um, I just had a look at the Funko site and um, it says, make sure to search for the Chase variant closed mouth fizz gig. Oh. Um, but that, then that makes me think whether if, it, if it's just Kieran fizz gig with fizz gig's mouth closed or if it's actually just, or if it's just fizz, fizz gig, gig with mouth closed. Hmm. So, um, 
That's that's very interesting. I did not realize that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, from a collector's point of view, like you know, that'd be the one. Because I have yeah. all of, I have these already pre-ordered. Yeah. And ready to get them whenever they come in. So yeah, I, I need to um, uh, yeah start pre-ordering mine soon. Um, <laughs> well, see, that's yeah. the another weird thing about the pops is that they really only sell them in the U.S. Yeah. and online. Yeah. So you you have to if you're not in the U.S. you kind of have to search for a website that sells them. Yeah, I know in Australia, I think the best deal you can get with them with these um, sets is through um, Pop Culture, uh, which you can uh, pre you can pre order them um, individually, or you can actually get the the whole set of five figurines for I think it was about. I'm trying to find out the price, but I believe there we go. Sixty, seventy dollars around there. They're really not that expensive. No. They're about eleven, twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. So in here, US yeah. Dollars. So for here, it's um, if you get the set of five for um, eighty, eighty dollars uh, Australian dollars. Uh, but that's Australian. That's dollars. Australian dollars. Yeah. Um, but you have to. I mean, the the problem with that one is like you. It's free shipping if if you spend a hundred dollars or more. So it's like you, I'd probably have to buy uh. that. <laughs> And find well, maybe they'll have the variant, and you can add that. I know, <laughs> yeah. But I, I have I've been hearing or because I remember I called up. Um, there's another store, Critical Hit, um, and basically, pretty much ninety percent of the store is pop vinyl figurines. Um, uh, with that store, and basically, um, I know from my understanding, I know with Critical Hit, they actually don't sell the the chaser variants just because they are actually rare. Because I think. From my understanding, um, I think it's like for every, you know, if, if say, if the store uh, places an order of, I don't know, maybe like 100 shipments of, I don't know, say, I mean, all right, so there's five figurines. So say they want to get, they ordered a shipment of 100 units, 20 units each for, per figurine, that one of the figurines will be the variant version Right. And it makes you wonder like is it one per case or is it one per case of Kira's? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent yeah. Want- I mean that's the thing, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's just based on my understanding that basically if they if they buy a lot, they'll they'll get one shipped one you know, a couple of them ship shipped to them. And um but the problem is is that the the people that work at the stores if they find, if they see a chase, a variant um, version of the figurine, they'll just buy it for themselves, and then you know, and then you'll see, you know, see it on eBay, if you know that sort of thing. Right, right. Uh, that's probably your best bet. Yeah. Man. So I mean, that that's probably going to be one of those figurines that you you're probably going to be better off. Well, not better off, but you're probably going to be easier to find it on eBay than anywhere else, unless if you know someone within the store to work out a deal, uh, which is something I would, you know, would like to do, uh, you know, it's just, and you might just luck out. Like exactly, it could yeah. just be that the employees there, they're, they're not big fans of the dark crystal and they're not, they're not big, like, you know, they're not eBay scum. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. They don't try to like make a quick buck and screw some people, but who knows? Yeah. Man, like, I, so yeah, I mean that that's just a big thing. Like you know, if you're after, if you really want to try and chase that chase variant, like you know, find out when, you know, find out when that comes in store, like on the day, and then go check out the store, and then ask them about 
whether they got a chase variant or not, or, um, or, you know, just look throughout the store to see if they have it at all. Um, and that was another thing is that they were, they were scheduled to be released June 15th at GameStop. That's the date that they had. And then when they actually, yeah, then they actually released actual pictures of the final figures and they said in July. July. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was looking at. Um, that Funko blog and yeah, saying coming in July. And I mean, right. Well then amazon.com when they listed it, they have it listed as August the 6th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which if you think about it is just like a week or so after comic-con. So I think that they pushed it back so that they could sell them at comic-con and then have them released. And when these, when these, um, when the pictures were released of the final um, product, these have all the reviews of these online have been that these are probably the most detailed of the pop vinyls that have been released by Funko. Yeah, yeah, and really, yeah, like even looking looking at them, yeah, I sort of definitely agree. Because um, like I I don't have yeah I don't have many of the pop vinyls. Um, I did get one as a gift, uh, like uh, a, a Chewbacca. Uh, bubblehead one which is kind of cool so it's like a, but no it's just really cool just yeah again just the amount of detail that they really wanted to put you know with these figurines um you know compared to the other licensees uh which you know a good bulk of them are you know they're okay and you know you're pretty pretty standard pop vinyl style but these yeah. are i like the yeah. the details and the colors they're really nice yeah uh, Jen, he comes with, he's holding his shard. Um, Kira has fizz gig. Um, Agra is holding her eye. Yeah, which. But the thing that the thing that I noticed is that she has one eye open, and pop vinyls always have just a black eye. Yes, yeah. So she has one eye open, and she has the one eye closed, but she's holding her, her uh, eye, <laughs> which actually looks it looks like a real eye. Yeah. But pop vinyls have a solid black eye, and because all the other, but at the same time, yeah, because all the other, yeah, the all the time, other characters have that same black eye sort of thing that's on Olga. Um yeah. Right, but if she's holding her yeah. eye, both of her eyes need to be closed. Yeah. Yeah. So it did, that didn't really make sense. I Obviously, think, she should have been holding her seal or her device. But. Yeah, I probably yeah, I probably would have preferred yeah, um, her holding yeah that triangle, um, yeah, yeah, seal yeah that piece. Um, but yeah, so I mean, um, well, the Chamberlain has his his sword. sword yeah. And the Hakskika sword, and then he's in his robes. Yes. So he's not <laughs> not, not the banished Skixies. I mean, the banished <laughs> Chamberlain. But I mean, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see how well um the these the sales for these go. Because again, I would presume that if if it goes well, then hopefully they'll um uh, release do you know maybe do a wave two that they can um right. include. And they do that. Yeah. They do that a lot because if they if they sell good yeah. and they still have the licensing. They want to make money off, yeah. It, so they're going to produce definitely. Yeah. They've already announced. They've already announced Labyrinth pop vinyls. Um, the if if they do do well, they'll probably they'll they may do other characters, but then they may do other variants. I know. I was looking at the Nightmare Before Christmas because I'm a, a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. and Great film. I was looking at all the figures, and there are so many different. I'm, I'm probably exaggerating, but there was like 
five different Jacks and like yeah. five different Sallys and like uh, it was just cool. all over yeah. the place. Yeah. So if they sell, then and of course Nightmare Before Christmas sells. But yeah, of course. But yeah. they'll hopefully they'll make more. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think like what other figurines that they would do with the Dark Crystal with the pop vinyls. Like I could probably say, you know, maybe a Podling would be kind of cool. Uh, a yeah. Gotham. Um, yes, a Landstrider might look kind of weird yeah. as a pop vinyl. Yeah, I know. I'm just. Yeah, I can't sort of visualize just with that pop vinyl style. A full size Fizgig. <laughs> yeah, full. Yeah. Which would be a pretty full neat. Fizz gig. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe. Um, uh, Skek. Maybe an Erskek. Oh, yeah. Oh, Erskek would be actually pretty Glow cool. in the dark Erskek. Yeah. Oh, they do do glow. Oh, in yes, they do. Book. They do, don't they? Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be very awesome. Glow in the dark oh. Erskek would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think with these ones, I think these are the figurines that I'll definitely take them out of the box and have them nicely displayed somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So Now, these yeah. open up really easily. They do come in a box, and I don't think that there's any kind of a tape or anything. I think they just open up real easily. So if you're if you're worried about whether you need to buy two or not, I mean, no. you can if you yeah. want. Oh yeah, yeah, have yeah. One in the box, yeah. one in display, or yeah. I mean, because they do stay nicer when you keep them in the box because you avoid dust. As a collector, please keep your stuff out of the sunlight. You know, it's good to have things encased in glass so you keep dust and the elements and humidity and stuff off of them. But these are. Yeah, or you can, you know, bury them in the sand and, you know, um, you know, get them a thousand years later and who knows how much they'll be worth. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw in a, a Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> now, I did, have an e- I did have an E.T. Atari cartridge when I was a kid oh. and I would play that all the time. And I... Oh, that's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's certainly been a great year for Dark Crystal. Um, you know, considering, like, sort of, the last year or two, there wasn't a lot really happening. I mean, last year was really just, from my memory, was just Creation Myths Volume 3 sort of finally coming out after, you know, so many years of, you know, that it took to sort of tell these, the trilogy of the stories. And yeah, this year is sort of, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a big year. And um, it'd just be interesting to see what um, will happen in 2016 with the, um, the 35th anniversary of The Dark Crystal um you know from ideas of the ultra hd release and um uh you know maybe additional special features that they might add on it and and all that kind of stuff and who who knows what so uh, exciting times ahead i think that's for sure um something that i would like to point out is that we did have a release already um a company called zen monkey studios has released a t-shirt design with a, a matching pen pin um so if anyone's interested you can find zen monkey studios on online uh they have a website and facebook and whatnot yeah i remember i think you i think you posted on the yeah on the the group pages um yeah the collectible pins and um and their um the, the shirts and stuff and um yeah like they are really good and i even like some of the um other um uh licenses that they have um especially rick and morty because um, yeah, they do rick and yeah, morty it's like they also have labyrinth and labyrinth yeah. too yes yes um 
They are are going to do more dark crystal designs, um, but they are they have announced that they're focusing mainly on labyrinth because it is the thirtieth anniversary. But hopefully, um, I would love to have like a Skeksis Emperor bedspread with the big <laughs> oh, no. symbol on yeah. it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be we awesome. need more dark crystal stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, this is just the start of start of things with at least um. Uh, dark crystal merchandise and hopefully come next year that you know uh yeah bring it in a big way just sort of you know what they're trying to do with labyrinth and um yeah so guess we'll well there's a there's a really interesting instagram account that has uh, popped up for uh jj llewellyn um i don't know if 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 you're well i'm you know who jj llewellyn is it's the um professor that um, basically discovered the um, piece of the wall of destiny on earth and was able to dream vast with it and find the Augurian manuscript known as the book of Augra, which is the world of the dark crystal. So there is a JJ Llewellyn Instagram account and um, it looks like they are planning a new, um, exhibition to the location where they found that okay so that's that's kind of cool so and they've been they've been posting some uh some photos from uh the world of the dark crystal yeah so and that can, that's a yeah and you can find all that a, on um, instagram yeah, yeah. yeah. j-j-l-l-e-w-e-l-l-y-n j-j llewellyn uh, okay cool so now that's pretty cool um yeah, but yeah, I think they'll they'll wrap everything for um for this episode of the show. So um yeah, Blaine, I just want to say yeah, thank you so much for being able to yeah chat about all this um die crystal stuff that's just been happening. Um, and, oh, yeah. I'm happy to talk about it. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're on the Facebook group, I, I'm sure I'll probably get on everyone's nerve. I'm I'm very active, um, but it's my hobby. I enjoy it. I love yeah, it. It's um, all fun after all. Yeah, so. And um, I, I guess, you know, people can find you through the Dream Fasting, the Dark Crystal Experience Facebook group. But is there any, any other places that people can find you or is Facebook sort of the way to go? Um, Facebook, you can, you know, if you can find my Facebook account, message me. It's Bland Garrett. And then um, my Twitter account is at Blandarella, B-L-A-N-D-A-R-E-L-L-A. Yeah. Excellent. Um. And um, I do have uh, the Dark Crystal magazine publication archive that I've been scanning and uploading to archive.org is now up to 61 articles. Oh, wow. So uh, that, that's that's amazing, Blaine. Yeah, so yeah, definitely check them out. And um, of course, I'll um, put those links on the show notes um, for people to, to, check, to check it out. Um, but yeah, no, thanks for being on the show, Blaine. Oh, thanks for having me. You've already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal that's all the time I have for this month's Trial by Stone. Special thanks for Bland for being on the show and chatting all things Dark Crystal. 
You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash trial by stone podcast or on Twitter at trial by stone pod. You can also find us on Vine, just search for trial by stone. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at trial by stone podcast at gmail.com. And if you like the show and think that others will like it too, then please spread the word about the podcast. And also, if you can give us an iTunes review, that'd be greatly appreciated. I hope you all enjoy the show and come back next month for more Trial by Stone.